Hey everybody, Monday the 20th of September, um, coming to you at 11.20 in the morning. Now, I was going to talk about the high price of nitrogen fertilizer and how the high price of nitrogen fertilizer, because of natural gas, of course we're using natural gas because we're not burning coal, but I'm going to save that probably for tomorrow. I'm going to talk right now about stock market. Yeah. Dow's down 724 points as I look at it. S&P 500's down 97. Is this a Black Monday? Uh, you know, it's it's not shedding 500 points. Now, 500 points back in 1987 was a lot more off the Dow Jones than 500 points today. 500 points today is not really that big of a move, but yet it, it's that psychological, oh my God, 500 points, and the fact that so many people have their retirement tied up in the stock market and and on top of it you know you used to you know 60 percent stocks 40 percent bonds that was just that was like the magical formula that these people used you know but interest rates interest rates are extremely cheap which you know a lot of you guys in agriculture a lot of guys farming that's great borrowing cheap money borrowing cheap money but if you're on the other side, a retirement fund manager, if you're a person trying to draw retirement income or whatever, these cheap interest rates almost forces you to put all your money in the stock market. And then when the stock market takes a big tank down, that's all your money at risk. You, you know, years ago, you could get 5% interest on a passbook savings account. And so 5%, okay, if you had, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars in the bank, you was getting $10,000 a year guaranteed basically by the government, FDIC insured. And, and back when interest rates were really high, and you've maybe heard me say this before, I know some people that put money in the bank in CDs at 12.5% interest for three years. That means for every dollar they put in, they got with the compounded interest, they got like a buck fifty-three back in three years. That's good return on your money. Now that's that's maybe too high a return on the money because it hurts the economy in other ways. But as as we as we look at all this, as we go through all this, as we kind of figure this out, um, it 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 makes it. It makes it more difficult and harder to to get about and go about and do things with too cheap interest. You know, I paid 17.5% interest on a hog building loan, so I know what high interest rates are and how that screws up the, the economics. But then kind of here we're back on the other side. It's too cheap. So everybody's got to be in a riskier investment. And that riskier investment may not be the greatest thing for the world going on. Um, and, and and when you got a hundred percent of your money in the stock market, because that's the only place you can get a return, that means that the stock market goes down, a hundred percent of your investment went down. Whereas when you had some money in bonds, you had some money in in you know other things. Um, it was a it was a it, it it laid off the risk and don't get me wrong you know you can hear people put your money in the stock market put your money in the stock market don't panic keep it in there it it you know 20 year return the 30 year return the 40 year return everything's great 
except when you have a crash like we had in the 20s. Um, it took a long time to get that money back. Now, uh, when we had the downturn in the late, uh, you know, 60, well, early 60s through the late 70s, you know, there was 25 years the stock market didn't do much. Now, once the stock market started doing some stuff, once you got the, the Reagan rally, as I'll call it, uh, and, and that was basically high interest rates coming down and people putting money in the stock markets and the 401ks and a lot, a lot of, you know, you no longer had the, uh, how do I say, the, um, the, the standardized pension funds at the time. The lifetime pension, we're going to take care of it. You don't have to worry about it. You're just going to write you a check. Of course, the problem there is, is that that company goes BK. Um, you don't have that lifetime check anymore, but that's another story for another day. Um, the, the fact that you have all this money at risk tied up in the stock market and could go down, and if we ever get into another one of those 1960-70s malaise where you have basically 25 years of no increase in the stock market, and one reason I'll say the stock market keeps going up, everybody with their 401k, everybody with these retirement plans, as they keep putting money into them, you got to go buy more stocks. Well, if nobody's doing anything but buying and keep going up, but there's been a ton of people retire with this COVID. It's another little thing you got to think about with the COVID. Look how many people have retired and left the workforce that are older. And now guess what they're doing? They're slowly starting to take money out of their retirement account, which means they're liquidating stocks. They're selling them. Now, this... This crash thing, it's real estate in China. This Evergrande is a is a tremendous, tremendous mess. I'm going to call it that. At least in my opinion, it's a tremendous mess. And, you know, it's... Uh, the, hey, the break in 2008 started. The break in 2008. And off the Big Short. And if you haven't seen the movie The Big Short, I tell you to get the, the watch the movie Big Short. But it started, it started in the Far East. Started in the it started in the Hong Kong, Singapore, Chinese markets, and then the contagion spread to Europe, and then it blew up here. But and the other thing that the Big Short will teach you, you can be correct in the fact that the market's going to go one way or the other, but you go broke because your timing's wrong. You go broke waiting on the market to get to where you want the market to get to. If that makes sense to you, it's it's a. Uh, for lack of for lack of a better word, it's it's a uh, it's timing, 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 timing and direction. I I can tell you that right now the stock market's correcting. Now, is it going to be a ten percent correction? So it's ten percent correction, and we were what at forty five hundred on the S and P. That means we're going to thirty nine fifty. And now if it's a deeper correction, if we start getting into a 20% correction, then we get into, you know, the quote-unquote a bear market. Um, that's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how the Biden administration handles this. Um, you know, we've, we've, we've had trouble around the world. We've had some crises go on. I will say this. I don't think a lot of the people in the military and the government are that incompetent. So that almost tells me they planned on some of this happening. And if that's true, then we got bigger problems. 
But hey, I was going to I was going to talk to talk to you today about high nitrogen fertilizer prices and how that was going to affect corn and how it's being driven by natural gas and of course natural gas is being driven because it's the it's the fill in for alternative energy, uh, green energy, whatever you want to call it, and the fact we're not burning coal anymore and coal's really a cheap energy source. But events of the day kind of overtook things. Talking about the stock market is it a black monday and, and you know we still got some time left in the trading day here you know if you can keep that s p somewhere short of going down a hundred and you can keep the the s if you can keep the dow jones out of that 750 or plus range you know it's at, it's at over 500 now but you know you start getting and i tell you what if you get that if you get the dow down a thousand that will that will rattle some cages, and you got to remember tomorrow that there there'll be all kinds of circuit breakers. The government's going to throw all kinds of money after this thing. They got a vested interest in keeping this thing up. But on the other hand, too, there's going to be a lot of margin calls that are going to have to be made, and that's one reason I think you're looking at the grain markets, the gold market, the silver market, everything being down. People got to come up with money to cover their stock market bets. Well, hey. I always said if you're going to gamble, let's just go buy a load of feeder cattle. I mean, who who wants to go to Vegas when you can gamble real money and buy three or four pot loads of cattle and put them in a lot and see how it's going to go? And, yes, we're all wanting the stock market going up, but we're all kind of wanting to bet the market goes up. But the market doesn't always, always go up. And this may be one of those times that it corrects. And... I tell you, the stock market could do like the commodity markets. You know, it takes a long time to get up there, but it could correct down and correct down pretty quick. And today's one of those correction downs. Well, hey, to the smartest audience in agriculture, we'll talk about the high price of nitrogen fertilizer. We'll talk about natural gas. We'll talk about not burning coal. We'll talk about, uh, you know, how basically corn, even wheat, uh, a lot of those crops, they're energy crops, and, and how this affects energy. Well, hey, to smartest audience in agriculture. Thanks for listening.